I am Tova Cito. And I am Janice Gant. And we believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And that it is our job to get us there. Every week, we will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The Remedy. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tovacito and Janice Gant. And. <laughs> oh, I forgot I said something about that. <laughs> I thought about it right as we started. I died laughing when I listened. I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry, guys. When, when I listened to the uh, right. to the recording, I was wildly like. Wildly insecure about it now. Yeah, wildly insecure. <laughs> I'm just going to say next. Yep. I feel bad. And some no, guy don't sitting feel next bad. to me. Don't feel bad. We'll still do it probably. Okay. It's a lot more fun than just saying and, and then. It yeah. is. It is. <laughs> it flows better. So funny. How was everybody's Easter? Great. Good. So we, you were in Mexico. Did you get back in time for Easter or were you, did well, you get back yesterday? Well, we, we got back yesterday. Our, our plane landed at 11 and by the time we got home it was about 1230 and Bryn did not, her girls were with Isaac and okay. Blair's kids were with Clayton. And so we all just chatted on the phone. We didn't even see him. They oh. said they were both doing things. So, okay. Yeah. So it, we didn't, we really didn't do anything. Nope. I mean, Tom and I are both like, happy Easter. And he goes, yeah, happy Easter to you too. <laughs> <laughs> no presents or, no, n- I didn't even buy a card. <laughs> Tom made, do you know what a jib jab card is? Oh yeah, those are funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, those are funny. So Tom mm-hmm. made one of those and sent it to sent it to me. And That's I think cute. he sent it to the kids too. I know he sent it, he made another one for Corey and Savannah, his son and, and his fiance. So I was like, well, no card. <laughs> no. Not I mean, a, I just figured since we were going to be in Mexico for four days before that's kind of that gift. that was plenty. That's a gift. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. <laughs> it was great. I take that. Kev, will you turn me up just a little bit? God, I feel like everyone's so loud. You Maybe do? It's just me, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm losing my hearing. I literally, I feel like all I do is ask people, I'm sorry, what? Wait, what? What? I mean, especially my kids. Anna Prin and George kind of had these like, lower voices uh-huh. and i'm always like what oh my god elise's <laughs> entire family are the quietest talkers it drives me nuts it d- quiet talking is kind of there's this whole seinfeld episode Elise will say on something from the other room like, I'm, 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 like, I'm sorry i can't hear you talk louder and it's just like <laughs> i didn't adjust it at all i'm like i have to get up and come out that i never can hear her from the other room there is such a thing quiet talk. there literally did y'all see the seinfeld about it i remember the close talker oh yeah but there's a soft talker too because those two things are very real and annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, well, I'm so freaking loud. I've always been loud. Yeah, I think her family thinks we're really loud. Uh, and we are, but... My family, I'm probably deaf because my family of origin is so loud. But my kid, like, just to... I can never hear what George says. I'm always like, what? You have to speak up. <laughs> I think we're all pretty loud, the uh-huh. three of us. Yeah. We are. But I like it. We, our voices carry, I think. Yeah. <laughs> We have good radio. We have yeah, good podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know that anybody's ever ever thought that I had a real radio voice with my Lubbockism. Oh, I, I think you have a great radio voice. <laughs> I can't. I I can't do anything about it unless I, I do like a. No, don't. Uh, if it broken, I can do Spanish. I could do a little Spanish it. accent, and maybe maybe un petit peu français. 
one of these days I'm going to die to hear you speak Spanish with your little Lubbock accent. It is so funny. I was with a clo- two close talkers on Saturday night, <laughs> and they were spitters, too. Ooh, oh, that's so gross. Wait, they spit on you? Yeah, they spit, spit when they talk, yeah. and they're close. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got too close to you and then spit and you could on you. Feel it, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. kind of. I was eating pizza and I kind of got nauseous. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I didn't what know were them they well. Like? I didn't know them well. My hairstylist <laughs> gets me with that every once in a while. Oh, yeah. I would hate to be a spit talker. <laughs> yeah, me too. But would you know it if you were? I think they know. God, I wonder if I am. Now that I you think about it, you are not a spit talker. Like my computer screen at home gets so gross with like little spatter. I wonder if that's for me spit talking. I don't think you spit talk. <laughs> I think I we would think know. I People <laughs> in my life would, would tell know? me that. Yeah. Oh You're, yeah. Yes. You. Somebody along yeah. the way would have been like, uh-huh. dude, you just spit yeah, on me. Definitely. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially guys. Have you ever randomly done it though? Like, oh, and sure. you can tell it. Like, you actually sure got somebody, and you're like, oh god. I'm, sorry, I'm sure I have. I have no I recollection it. of it, but no. I'm sure I have. Yeah. No specific instance. Like, if you've lived 50 but... years, I've probably spit on somebody yeah. at some point on accident. Yeah. Like, eating a Jolly Rancher mm-hmm. and there's excessive spit in my yeah. mouth. Although, I, I think I was 13 the last time I had a Jolly Rancher, so I don't know why. Starburst is lo- a lot of excess. I uh, love Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> yeah. I but, love Starburst, too. Yeah, me too. But I'm I afraid I, my teeth are going to collapse with all that. I like, like fruity well, candy more than chocolate. Well, it's too hard to... It's It would be hard. It's hard to chew. I think you just have to suck on it. Oh, a Jolly yeah. Rancher? Yeah. But eventually, you got to... I, I can't... I eventually I have to crack into it. I'm not a candy. I don't like candy. I don't like sweet candy. I don't like chocolate. Really? Do you like licorice? No. I love oh, licorice. I love licorice. <laughs> I like black and red. I don't like I like black. Candy. I don't like red. The people think I'm crazy. And I don't like chocolate. I hate <gasps> chocolate. Oh, I'm not a huge chocolate person either. I love but. chocolate. Everybody loves chocolate except me and Kevin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, honestly, I th- I feel like I'm the only one. I don't eat a lot of it. It's so high in saturated fat. Oh, which I have been thinking more about since you brought this up. Yeah. All right. I'm the carb counter, and Janice is the saturated fat counter. Well, you have to be a carb counter <laughs> yeah, because exactly. you're yeah. of your diabetes. Yeah. Well, not really. I really though. Count if I take medicine, I pretty much life. could eat whatever I wanted. But I need to count more things in my life. <laughs> I don't count anything. <laughs> really? I made gazpacho no. today to have because I ate so much in Mexico. Uh oh. Yeah. But I decided I, mean, I had to. I when had you're to on cut vacay, you that's, oh, you yeah. gotta let it rip. Yeah, you do totally. Mm-hmm. I ate pretty bad yesterday, so all I've had today is What'd a carb master yogurt. <laughs> uh, we had um, this like steak stir fry my dad makes. It's really good. Oh. It was like on the grill. Uh huh. Yum. With like this wok but that's a- thing. Healthy. Yeah. I had like literally an entire, like three quarters of a bottle of soy sauce with it. Oh. (laughs) I looked over and I was like, was this an unopened soy sauce? And they said yes. And I was like, oh my God. Was it the low sodium? It was. Okay. But it's still a lot. Yeah. If I, if I eat a, if I eat like soy sauce that's not low sodium, I wake up and my eyes are swollen. Oh, really? I am really affected by a lot of salt. Me too. Like, my stomach area will, like, stick out. Like, above my stomach, it's weird. Mm, when I retain uh, water. Oh. Huh. Yeah. 
Did you, Maybe that's you it. You got a belly today? No, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen you with a belly. Me neither. <laughs> I'll do it sometime. Come in when I have it. You guys can check it out. Melissa right. always makes fun of it. One it looks Sunday funny. night, you can get your... It's when I'm drinking a lot of V8 juice. Food, so baby. I'll Ew. have a... Oh, I can drink like an entire large bottle. I like V8. It's great. It's super high salt, but I only delicious. like those kinds of... Like Zing Zang. For a bloody. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good, too. <laughs> I would never just get a V8 juice. Ugh. Oh, I think it's great. Ugh. Do you like gazpacho? Uh, meh. What is that exactly? <laughs> well, you put it's in the food Mexican processor, soup. you put um, tomatoes and bell pepper, garlic, basil. It's like a soup? It's no, uh, um, and then in like. Onion. Uh, I, I didn't put onion in mine today. Uh, cucumber, yeah, and then you put it all in the blender with a little bit of tomato juice and uh, vinegar, red wine vinegar, and just put it in a food processor, and it's just like chopped up really small, so it's like vegetables. Oh, but that it's not, good. But it's not cooked. Yeah. Oh, it's so delicious. But people, Do you heat it up or anything? No, it's no. cold. It's oh, a cold, it's cold soup, and I put it in quotes because, but like if you go to a Mexican, if you say, what, do you have any soup? They'll say, we have gazpacho or tortilla soup, but it's not really a soup. Right. No, it's like, it's like a it's pico like a paste? or something. <laughs> no, it's, no, no. It's, it's not that. No, it's liquidy, yeah. you know, and it's, but I mean, it's, but it's, it's like got liquid, vegetables it's in like it. It's like liquid pico. But it's not, but. Yeah, but the vegetables, like I didn't chop my vegetables up really, really small. I mean, they're mm. real, they're like probably the size of my thumbnail, a lot of them. It's so delicious. I would have brought y'all some. I should have. I bet I would like yours because I love anything with red wine vinegar. Mm-hmm, me too. Oh, I just me too. love it. Okay, so we got to thank Wendy Poston one more time for her. Wendy? I mean, her incredibly generous. I mean, that, that was. It was good. And we I really want to thank her today because this weekend her daughter gets married. I know. And oh, that's wow. Congratulations. So awesome. Yeah. Yes. I get to officiate it. Oh, awesome. That's so fun. Go, I've never been to Punta Mita. And so I leave Thursday and I get to go marry. Uh, do you know her daughter? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, I love her. Yeah, she's great. She is so fantastic. So Margot and her fiance, Christopher, getting married Saturday. And I get to do it. That's so fun. I know. So fun. And we love Wendy. She might be one of the sweetest, kindest. She is. Most gentle spirits. She is. I adore her. Yeah. I've she's, had the pleasure of knowing her for several years, and I really like her. Yeah. She's nothing, mm-hmm. not not a whole lot not to love. No. <laughs> well, I'll have to meet her one of these days. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you would love her. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, um. let's... Uh, Let's talk about um, you. You came up with this, or did I come up? With it? it doesn't. I matter. think you came up with it. Oh well, it doesn't matter. But I thought it might be a good one because I know that a lot of people struggle with, especially if they've been married for a long time or in a relationship for a very long time. That over time, sometimes relationships can get a little stale. Yes, can feel a little boring. Um, the spark can diminish <laughs> the lights can dimmer that's a really exciting thing hopefully <laughs> the bride and groom are not listening yeah exactly exactly <laughs> they're like why are we Margo, doing this don't listen to this Margot and christopher do not listen to this 
But um, but I think a lot of people, you know, sure. and, but they don't want it to. Um, sex can feel a little routine, a little boring, and and you still have this like deep love for your partner, but you kind of grow out of that like fun, fun, you know, uh-huh. sparkly. I th- well, yeah, I think there are levels of passion yes. in a relationship, you know, and a lot of times when you're in a new relationship, you just can't get enough of each other. And then with time, that that can wane a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. Sure, of course. And I, 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 it's hard. Well, it's interesting because I think it's, first of all, Everybody has to understand the difference between being in love and being passionately in love. Mm, Don't mm. you think? Sure. Yeah, I think there's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. And do you, um, so um, um, how many years have you and Tom, you and Tom have been married 12 years? We've been married 13 years. Oh, 13 years. And how many years have you been married? Three. Three. So you said something interesting before we started, Kev. Mm Mm-hmm. You said, I think we've all been in relationships where we fell out of love. Yeah, I thought that was kind of a common thing that people sure. have experienced. So yeah. you have, you have mm-hmm. you? Sure. It's a you bad been? feeling. Well, I was, I was very much in love with my husband, my first husband, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, I guess, yeah, but I, so did you fall out of love with him when you were married to him? Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. And then there were other relationships that I, uh, with people that I thought I was in love with them, and we said, I love you, and then mm-hmm. it went away. Pretty quick. And it's a bad... It's well, a- like, I dated I dated a guy, the guy that I dated really more seriously before I met Tom, we dated for five years. He lived out of town, though, so that probably helped that. And you fell out of love with him? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. did you break up because you fell out of love I with him? I broke up with him. Because you fell out of love with him? Uh-huh. Wow. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I've ever fallen out of love with anybody. Uh-huh. Definitely have. Long-term relationship. But it puts you in a bad spot because just because you're not in love doesn't mean you don't still love that person. Right. Like the person like that I'm talking about, I would say I'll always love that person, but I was not in love anymore, you know? Yeah, but, And not, you feel I'm, bad because you don't want to hurt that person because you love them, and it's a weird situation to be in. Yeah, the guy that I the guy that I was with before I met Tom, I, I didn't still love him when it was all over. Mm-hmm. I, I was, no, I, I, I don't love him now either. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, you know? I, yeah. I do not love anybody that I, it, from my past relationships, mm-hmm. but I never broke up or got divorced because I fell out of love. I guess uh-huh. that's why. I don't love any of those people anymore. Uh-huh. Not that I have this long, you know, sordid history of people that I've loved. But, yeah, I get you. But I, I, mean, I got you. But anybody that I have loved, I don't love them anymore. Yeah. But I didn't break up with them because I fell out of love with them. I broke up or we got divorced because of some other thing that made it difficult to be in a relationship with them. But it wasn't because I don't love you anymore. Uh-huh. That's interesting. Yeah. I just knew I didn't want to be romantic. I wasn't didn't feel romantic feelings towards this person anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I knew that I wasn't going to be with them definitely not forever, so... And so could you feel it, like, when you were with them, like, the spark was just gone, or you didn't really care about having sex with them? No, like how, it was more when how? I was alone, honestly. Oh, but, so it wasn't when you were with them that you were no, feeling it? I was, but 
not when we were like actually spending time together, you know. Uh-huh. It uh-huh. still felt uh-huh. pretty normal. But when I was by myself, I was constantly thinking about it. Like I don't love, I don't really don't love this person the way that I used to. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Ooh. Yeah, when I broke I up, I feel guilty still even saying it. No, I don't. <laughs> well, think you oh, need to I feel don't think guilty. so either. I think relationships change, yeah. and I think love is. I mean, it's a feeling, but it's also a. It's a a. It's a. It's a lot of it can be based on how well you get along and and trustworthiness and all of that stuff. When I broke up with the guy that I dated before Tom, um, he was like, "Well, can we still be friends?" Mm -hmm. And I was like, "No, I have enough friends. (laughs) I'm not friends with any." And I've never, I've never talked with him. Oh, then he said, "Well." he did contact me when I was engaged to Tom, and he said, I hear you're getting married. And and he said, uh, call me when you get your next divorce. Ew. Oh, I know. That's yeah, pretty douchey. <laughs> it that is it? so douchey. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. 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 Ew, that's mean. I know. And I was like, I yeah, would well, never no. want to talk to somebody like Mm-mm. who talked to Do me Do you remember like the that? Seinfeld episode with the guy who's the bad breaker-upper? Who always no. says something really mean like, no. at the end and it drives him nuts? That's like that. No. That guy's that's a bad breaker upper. No, but I'm gonna Google it and watch it. Me too. Like the guy when he breaks up with Elaine and says, what Well, is- you have a huge head. And so then she like can't stop thinking about it. People are like noticing her head. And it's pretty funny. That's funny. That is funny. Oh my gosh. Oh. It's like those people who have to get the zinger in. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Does that make you feel the low better? blow? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I I I would never want to be friends with any or date anybody who had low blows. I freaking hate that quality in people. I do too. It is so mean. Yeah. It is mean. I'm trying yeah. to think if I ever had. I don't think I ever, yeah, was in. Like somebody who just who just gets it in because the they can. Uh-huh. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, and your breast smells. What? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Now you're going to tell and me I have hairs found... growing out your yeah. nose that I've never pointed out. <laughs> That's terrible. That's, yeah. That is no bueno. Yeah. Um, okay. So I found, I, d- I did some research and there, there's actually lots of articles a lot. about how to fall in love again. But knowing that this is a common theme for many people, many couples, I thought it might we could help with some remedies. So now, are you differentiating between falling out of love and then have and then trying to get back in love, or are you talking about? When the flame, let's say if you measure a flame and when it's all brand new and and at different mm-hmm. times during the marriage or the mm-hmm. relationship, the flame is, let's say, you know. Dim. Yeah. That's you, what if That it dims. That's what I'm talking about. Because I think about. if you so legit fall out of love, there's no going back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. I think I disagree with you. But you've never fallen out of love with someone. Well, I could. Okay. I think it depends on why. Like, I could never fall back in love with Topher. I like if somebody said work. Well, that's re- kind of like what I mean. Yeah. Really hard, but it, that's because there was betrayal involved. Well, yeah. That, so yeah. if I just lost a spark, I don't know. I see. Think, I think the spark you can get back, but if you yeah. legit fall out of love, I don't think there's a, you can't re- fix that. Do you? What do you think, Janice? Well, I think the I think the flame would get could get really low mm-hmm. and ha- not have much of a flicker to it, and you still. But work that, hard to yeah, get it back. I think there's well, a difference think, between the flicker and, and then being snuffed. out of love. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, okay. I think I to, agree with to that. try to recreate 
out after the love was snuffed. I don't know that I could ever do that. I agree with, with that. anybody. Yeah, but I think yeah. that actually there's a there's a chapter in my book that I haven't written yet. <laughs> Gosh, when am I going to finish that? You're going to. I talk about it. a labor of love. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I <laughs> don't guess. let the flame go out, don't Janice. Go out. <laughs> yeah, don't let it snuff. But it, it's keeping the fire alive. So mm. I think that that's how that's how I'm thinking that mm-hmm. you're talking. That is. Is that it's, that kind, is. you know, it's like when you've built a fire and then it gets and you can see some some of the wood is still red. Orange. You know, the, I mean, kind yeah. of orangey red. And then if you... Poke you it gotta, and you gotta, blow air on it. And that's everything, what I'm saying. If then there's it a flicker, can be rekindled. You yes. can rekindle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so the, the, so exactly the love is not about. over, and then you're trying to create it again. Yeah. No, that would be a harder. It'd be hard conversation. Uh-huh. But I think for today's purpose, it is just the flames dimmered. You've been married. I'm I'm thinking of the person who's been married 22 years. The kids are gr- almost grown or all grown up. You've kind of grown apart. You probably have sex once every two weeks in the same position for the exact same I would say not even that much at that age. I oh. think when it, that much time has gone by, I think people can go a lot longer without it. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> Janice's No, face. no, I'm talking about the person who's been married for 20 years or whatever. <laughs> the, per- the person who where the flame has dwindled. Yes. Yes. The I- same person they've been with for this long and the kids are gone and I, I don't think there's... Well, I don't think that the, uh, but I don't think the flame has to dwindle. Yeah, I don't think. I so mean, at all. I think you can keep that going, and and I think. Sure. I mean, I think that sex is a part of that. Yeah, I think sex I mean, is. A I haven't big even been married long enough to have these issues, so I don't, don't listen to anything I say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what yeah, I'm talking about. It's you know purely what? conjecture. No, but don't you think there are variances? Oh, there's sometimes when you're like peaks and valleys. Like I'm a, sure. be, being in sure. Mexico or you're on a vacation. I mean, I just I just kept thinking, oh, I'm so in love with Tom and he's so cute and you know it's just the the ambiance. Yeah, and but now it's more Monday morning and, and he's then, drinking his coffee. His hair's a mess. He's got bad breath. And, <laughs> You're like, oh, we're back in Dallas. Lockdown was a valley <laughs> for me. I was just was never in the mood. I don't know why. Well, well it's said that. Well, I think. Yeah. I mean, it was stressful being when the lockdown happened, and you were, you know, it's like stressful and confusing, well, and well, and you're you're. Depressing. I mean, you're around somebody all the time, and you're not used to that. I mean, I quit. Yeah. I stopped going to my office. You know, mm-hmm. right before COVID hit, and then when COVID hit. Tom didn't go to his office either, so we were together a lot. Still are. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> Most days. Yeah. I, I, what did I say to him the other day? I said, it's a lot, isn't it? And he goes, it's a lot. <laughs> That's hilarious. I bet you Craig thinks that a lot. <laughs> I bet you he's thought about that a lot in our entire, like, a lot going on here. <laughs> but you know what I think when along those lines, and I know we're getting totally off topic, but I think that when you are healthy, it is, it can be a lot because I think when you're healthier, at least for me, I can only speak uh-huh, for me, uh-huh. but I wasn't a lot for Topher, but I wasn't in a healthy relationship. I was denying I was, uh-huh. you know, I didn't, I didn't bring <clears throat> things up. I didn't have any problems. But the fact that y'all never had a fight. We never fought. We had one fight in seventeen years. One, and well, two, if you want to count the fight that was our divorce. Uh, but like, yeah. 
the big one. Yeah. But that you're not talking about just disagreements. You're talking about a fight where you get I'm raise your voice. I'm talking about disagreements. God. Well, you almost have just been walking around That's with your I'm mouth wide shut. That's what I'm saying. So I don't walk around like that anymore. Yeah, and so, you're speaking your truth and asking for what you want yes. and bringing out up things Which that are obvious. Which is fucking exhausting I sometimes. can't picture you being like that. <laughs> I was. She was trying to be a good... I was trying to be a good... Good wife. Yeah. Good, good, good Christian... Uh-huh, just keep your mouth shut yeah. and spread your legs. Yep. Pretty much what I did. didn't work out very well (laughs) don't do that (laughs) okay so the article that I um, that I found um, had 13 13 suggestions 13 remedies for and some of them we might agree with some of them we might not so it'll be fun to get each other's perspectives yeah but it's called how to fall in love again Mm -hmm. and so and I would say just to reiterate we're talking about a diminished light not a snuff uh, not a snuff exactly <laughs> not to where you can walk on it barefoot <laughs> yeah that's a good way exactly. to say it perfect so the first one was um do things for each other uh-huh I so love what that. what do you do for tom <laughs> well i cook chicken cacciatore for him i bet he likes and that and it's just for, i mean i like it too but it is mm-hmm. his favorite thing mm-hmm. so i do that i i definitely ask for what i want but i don't complain and gripe about what i'm not getting very much in other words i don't i don't i i'm i'm careful with my words with tom so in other That's words a very 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 good perspective. Like instead of complaining about what you're not getting, just ask for what you want. Right. And Love you that. know, and I then could, I could learn better that. Well, and and you know what I <laughs> have to speak. And and <laughs> to be able to say to him, "Hey, there's something that bo- that's bothering me. Can we talk about this?" So I try to bring up things like that with some permission around it. Like, is this a good time for us to talk about this? And then I I am really careful. I talk about me instead of saying, you never do this or you Mm -hmm. always do that or why don't you, Mm -hmm. you know, I used to go in his closet and line up his shoes (laughs) because it made me feel better when I walked by there and saw him, you know. Mm -hmm. And now I just... Uh, he just kind of kicks them all in there, and they're all on top of each other and everything. And now I just I've I've let that go, you know, because that's and I don't, you know. So I wouldn't I would never say to him, "Oh my freaking gosh, why why do you do this? You keep doing this, you know? Or can't you remember to put your cup in the dishwasher? Or I don't. I'll say, "Hey babe, would you put your cup in the dishwasher?" Or I'll put it in there. So I I have learned that, and mm. I did not act like that in my first marriage. Mm. In my first marriage. I just probably nagged and complained and griped about it and called him out and how could you do this, blah, blah, blah. And I really don't do that with Tom. Mm. I've learned that. I mean, That's I've good. learned that because I because I teach people to do that. Right. You know, and so, right. I mean, and I was like, okay, yeah, I better implement that too. Because Tom, mm. and he doesn't do that to me either. Yeah. So, you know, so, I mean, I, I think that picking my words is probably the thing that makes it the best, the helps us get through difficulties. And he's very careful about what he says to me also. I, I mean, that. he's not rude ever. What to does me. Tom do for you? Well, he t- takes out the trash most of the time. That's nice. Uh-huh. 
and he will make up the bed. I mean, he would probably go the rest of his life and not make up his bed. Yeah. And I don't like to get in a bed that hasn't been Me neither. M- made up. It's the first thing I do in the morning. Uh-huh. And so, and like- so uh-uh. I just think, mm-mm. But, mm-hmm. but he, he will a lot of times. I mean, I probably, you know, he probably does it a third of the time, and I do it two-thirds of the time. But it's a nice, it's a really nice thing for him. And I know he's doing that. For me, yeah. because he would not do it yeah. otherwise. Yeah. And so that I very much appreciate. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there, he goes to the grocery store on Sunday. I don't like to go to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, he's just he is he's just always kind to me. Mm. And that is something. That it he, is. Like, I love, I love how you said like even making the bed that he slept in, he is doing that for you because it's something that if you weren't there, he wouldn't have a lot of no feelings or no. anything about. He, no, he, no. And you know, when I've like, if I've been out of town or if I'm with my girls or with friends or something like that, and I come back in, he, the bed has been, he will make up the bed before I get there. Mm-hmm. And I always say, Hey, did you make the bed up every day while I was gone? He's like, Nope. Oh, that's so funny. he does it specifically because yeah. I'm coming home, which is really, really, it's really so nice. nice. And that's that's I think a really important point in in that mm-hmm. point is, you know, is taking the time to see and acknowledge the things that your spouse is doing for you that if you weren't there they would not otherwise yeah, yeah. do. But they're doing it. That's that is a. That is a gesture of love. And it's thoughtful. It is thoughtful. He's put thought yes. into it, you yeah, know. It's kind. Mm-hmm, it really is. It's kind. Yeah, what about you? <laughs> what sort of thing do you like for somebody to do for you? Um, thoughtful gestures really mean a lot to me. Um, like even like something like you're saying, even though Craig and I don't live together and he doesn't make my bed. But <laughs> like one thing that he does is like if he's going to Jimmy's or he's going to Costco, he or even Walgreens, he'd be like, hey, I, I'm running Walgreens real quick. Do you need anything? Or I'm at Costco. Or he'll just pay attention to something that I need or something that I'm missing, um, and he will he will help. He'll 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 get it or he'll do it. Like, and that's really nice. So he's oh, putting so extra effort into noticing, and he doesn't live there. No, he d- and like he'll say, "Hey, you have a sprinkler head that needs to be fixed," uh-huh. and or let me help you with that. Like the things that a man would do, you know. It's it's funny, and we've talked about this. I kind of giggle when one of my girlfriends is like, "Oh, my husband's out of town this week," because. I live with a husband out of town. Uh-huh. You know, I uh-huh. mean, that is my uh-huh. life. In fact, I had this great conversation with this um, single mom. She was single for 19 years. She's in her 80s, almost 90s, uh-huh. and she's one of my dear friends, and we go to lunch every once in a while. And I asked her if being single was, you know, what was hard about being a single mom for her. And we had a great conversation, and she said that one of her daughters, she feels like had a lot of resentment for the things that she didn't or couldn't do as a mom because she was single. Oh yeah. Um, she had to work. She had to, you know, she couldn't be at every game. She couldn't be at every performance. She, she was oftentimes had two or three jobs I and mean, she was, she had a deadbeat ex-husband. She had to take care of everything, do everything. <sighs> and it's hard. So hard. You know, it's really hard. And, um, 
what it, her daughter was in her fifties when they had this conversation and her daughter would talked about how resentment, how much resentment she had for her mom about the, how she was raised. And, you know, you weren't there and, and you weren't always there. And there were other moms who were there. Oh, I'm getting fuzzy. Me too. Um, do you hear that? No. Oh, okay. Now it's better. Um, probably a cell phone. Oh, is it? I'll move my cell phone. So anyway, she, this one, this daughter is married and she said to her daughter, she said, I want you to think about all of the things that your husband does for you. And like, what are the, name some things that your husband does as a father, as a husband. And so she's like, oh, he's the best husband. He, he, you know, takes out the trash, he grocery uh-huh. shops, he pays the bills, he makes good money, he, you know, names all these things. And she's like, now imagine if you never had that. Yeah. And she, and she was like, that's what it was like raising you. And she, her, she said it was like a light went on and she burst into tears. And she was like, I'm so sorry, mom. It's like, she got it. Yeah. You know? She yeah. got it. And I don't know, I, I have a lot of passion around this one, like do things for each other because, you know, it's something that I really miss about being in a marriage. Yeah. Um, because even if you're dating somebody, it's really hard to make their life easier because mm-hmm. our life really is not combined. And or these are to the, say, our would you change my light bulbs? I yes. mean, I'm sure Craig would be like, sure, you know, oh, but he that... Would. But it's, that, it's his, all that I remember after I got my divorce and the first time I, I mean, there were so many things I had to do oh yeah. on my own. Get the lawn guy, change the sprinkler heads, fix the AC, yeah. find, buy health insurance, buy life insurance, yes, change, change the, the light bulbs, bulbs and yeah. all the things that, that you have a wingman for. And so all those little gestures that, that Craig does for me that he has absolutely zero obligation to do because we're not married. And we don't live together. They mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. It, it just lets a little bit of the air out of the balloon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would say, even if you are married, like doing things to lighten your partner's load sure. is so sweet. Yeah. It really is. So sweet. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, once you live together, that's really the game changer when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, you really are mind, more mindful of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's and it's it, it, it the thing I like about the way Tom does it is he does it and he does not have a resentment about it, you know he won't like oh, okay fine I'll go do that you mm-hmm. know last night I said we, so we were watching this show and uh, we were watching it upstairs in this bedroom where Tom go, uses the bathroom in this other room, room upstairs and I was like. I walked in there and his suitcase hadn't been unpacked. And I was like, so are you going to unpack your suitcase right now? (laughs) He goes, nope. (laughs) And I was like, well, you want me to unpack it for you? And he goes, nope. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. (laughs) You're just going to be a little itchy for a while, Janice. Uh (laughs) That is hilarious. That's hilarious. Well, I guarantee it's probably still. I don't think it's unpacked, but that's fine. I'm not a fast care. unpacker. Me either. <laughs> oh, I do it. I put it off the night when I get home. No, I it could last for days at my house. <laughs> I never unpack at a hotel I, either. Oh, it's the first thing I do. Really? Oh yeah. I, never I put do. stuff in drawers. I hang it up. I'm. I do too. I'm ready. I'm like. 
Yeah. Settle in. <laughs> I love it. I know exactly where everything is in my bag. I just get it and then roll it up when it's time to go. I get it. Um, okay. I really like this one. It's uh, number two, spend time apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good one. That is a good one. It's a really good one. Do you and Elise spend time apart? Mm-hmm. We were apart this weekend. Oh. She went to her parents' house for Easter. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That is fascinating to me that you and her split up for holidays sometimes. Yeah, and remember, we, you, you know we did that for Christmas for uh-huh. years. I know. And we were like, well, until it's a problem, we'll just keep doing it. I decided last year, I'm like, that's the last year I'm doing that. Because uh-huh. I decided, I was just like bummed out at Christmas. I'm yeah, like, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Because it was never like that before because I always had someone else, you know, like my mom sure. has my dad and has her husband. And I always had my brother, like, you know, mm-hmm. but then he brought his girlfriend last year and I was like, I'm the odd man uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I Christmas couldn't anymore. do that. It sucks. I'll, 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 I don't mind when I still had John, but time apart, but holidays is it, you're spending your holidays together. Yeah. But, like that's my perspective. But that doesn't mean I'm right. But Easter is not a huge Teach holiday there. for us. So if she wanted to go out there, it was no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's cool. Yeah, I know you and Tom spend. Uh-huh. You travel apart. You do things apart. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. We do. And it and it's sometimes it's just great. I mean, sometimes that really helps flame that or, you know. What's yeah. the right word when you blow air on something? Like you're like. Fu- ignite. Ignite the flame. Yeah. <laughs> ignite, ignite the flame. Fan ignite. the flames. Fan the flames. Fan the flames. That's what I was thinking of. You know, to mm-hmm. have some time apart and then to get back together. He went to his family reunion and I didn't go because I, w- I did a little writing workshop and and he came back and, and it, you know, it was, I mean, he had a great time. I had a great weekend and we do that. We can do that really well. Mm-hmm. He he never ever gripes about if I'm going on a girls mm-hmm. trip or mm-hmm. if he's Spend meeting time a bunch with of his kids. Or, yeah. yeah, no, he never does complain yeah. about that. I think absence. I mean, sometimes I wonder. Um, Kev, is it still recording? It's not. Moving. Yeah, it's just lagging. Okay, I'm just making sure. I don't see it moving. So it's not. It's being a little weird. So one thing that I think about and wonder. So right now, Craig and I spend time together, but we also spend time apart. Right. Right. And you know, we don't spend nights together when we have our kids and uh-huh. da, 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 da. And, uh, but I, you know, so when the, when we do get time together, we, I love and really appreciate it. Uh-huh. But some, and I like that. Uh-huh. I really like that. Yeah. That every time feels exciting and fun. And I mean, we've been dating two and a half years yeah. Yeah. and I mean, that's still relatively new, but it's long enough that like, you know, you could get pretty oh, yeah. comfortable, but I, I wonder sometimes, like, if we were to ever get married and it just becomes more routine, uh-huh. you know. And it, I, it would change and the dynamic would change. But, like, I love the excitement and the giddiness of, mm-hmm. oh, we get to, like, you guys are home with your spouses every single night. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's really no big deal. Like, you going home tonight to go be with your spouses right. is, doesn't like, you know, it, right. I, at least I'm True. assuming that it's not giving you a bunch of butterflies, right. no. but it's, right. like, it's Monday night and I don't have my kids on Monday nights. Uh-huh. And Craig traditionally doesn't have his kids on Monday nights. So we always try to do something really fun on like, or we go for a bike ride or we cook or, you know, and I'm like, I can't freaking wait for Monday nights. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So I, I do 
not, I don't worry about it, but I think, oh, like I don't ever, like I love, I love this part of how it feels in a relationship. But I also have a lot of like, not jealousy, but I, I also envy the fact that like for you guys going home and being with your significant other is just what you do. Routine. Yeah. 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 You know, I think that there's a, I think there's an amount of security uh, after you're married or if you're living together and you've made this big commitment that I appreciate a lot. Mm -hmm. So I don't really miss that. I don't, I don't ever, ever, ever think about, gosh, I wish I, I get that felt differently about Tom. I mean, I like being this, he's trustworthy. I mean, I just, there's just no, the upside of what you guys have outweighs by far. Uh-huh. And I agree with that because uh-huh. I've experienced that in my life. And I I would take the security yeah. and the comfortability and 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 the knowing of of where you guys are in your life and your relationship than where I am in my yeah. relationship. And and sure. like when Tom and I went to Mexico last week and I was so excited about us being able to be out of town mm-hmm. in a great hotel mm-hmm. on the beach and just hanging out. And it was, mm-hmm. I mean, it was so much fun. It's you know? why you tell people all the time in counseling, go change zip codes. Yeah. 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 Go. Go remember why yeah. you fell in love. And we went to the gym together in the morning and then worked out and then came back and had breakfast or waited until... I mean, it was just so much fun. Yeah. And it's just... So I think that it is important if you want to keep that going is mm-hmm. that you have those times of when it's just you in a new environment and mm-hmm. it's different and you're not having to... You're not going to the refrigerator. Somebody's waiting on you mm-hmm. and bringing mm-hmm. you stuff. And and so I think that that is a really important way to keep that fire alive. I do too. In a relationship. I do too. Yeah. I, I Change that zip code. Yeah, for sure. I, that's not on this, but I so believe in that. Yeah. And, you know, what, hold hands, you know. Mm-hmm. I think holding hands oh, is important. I, yeah. I think that can help you feel connected with somebody that just gives it a little bit of a flirtatious absolutely element sure. you know that I, that can that can help that i think that that is that's number 13 on this list oh, is, it is? is show affection uh-huh and yeah. i i think i think that holding hands might be one of the sweetest things of all time. Kind of yeah. reminds you when you were young and like, it's like new kind of. I don't yeah. know. Oh, I love holding hands. Yeah. It is it's the good sweetest thing. thing. Yeah. Um, number 12 on this is spice it up in the bedroom. I also yeah. agree with that. You know, that we've talked about on here how the happiest and healthiest couples experience intimacy intellectually, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and sexually. Uh-huh. And there is a difference between being physical, which is uh-huh. the holding of the hands and mm-hmm. tickling of the back and... And, you know, and then just sex. And I think both, I think keeping both interesting and engaging and exciting is really, really, really important. Yeah, it is. I think it's really important also. And I don't think I'm out of line by saying, I mean, you've been married 13 years and you still really love sex with your husband. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I don't think that you have, I don't think that has to go away. No, I don't either. I just don't believe that. 
I don't either. But I do think that there's there there is a way to build up to that. You, but mm-hmm. in order for people, if they've been together for a long, long time, in order for them to want to be sexually, especially women. You have to be able to make sure that you're talking to one another and you're planning fun things and you're mm-hmm. laughing and you're doing things together as opposed to mm-hmm. just having sex. Yep. That if there's no, if people, and if people don't want to have sex, I don't think they have to have it. I agree. You know, with but that. I think you would want to look at things and say, what can we do to enhance our sex life mm-hmm. to get that going again? And maybe you, you know, go out to the car in the garage and do it in the back seat or, <laughs> or something. That's what I was going to say when you're like spicing up in the bedroom. Like spice it up out of the yeah. bedroom. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because that gets routine. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And I think you're exactly right, Kat. Yeah. You know, another thing that I think is important for to keep uh, the fire alive or to fan the flame is to futurize together. Oh, I and like that one. And to daydream. You know, mm. how do we want our lives to look, especially... Mm. For, like you, Kevin, you know, I mean, y'all have not been, how long have y'all been married? Three years? Three years. You know, so you, um, you know, when you think of how do we want our future to look and how do we, where do we see ourselves in 20 years and would you want to go live in Europe sometime or would you, what, how, what is your... What's your bucket list? What's what, your bucket yeah. list? Yeah. And Yeah, mm-hmm. and be able to really communicate about that stuff mm-hmm. because I think when you're futurizing mm-hmm. in a positive way, it feels really good. You feel connected yeah, about it. We, we've done that a couple of times. Well, actually several times what we'll do when we go to the lake and we'll go just sit out in the boat because we'll get up early and ski mm-hmm. and before the fishermen get out. And then we'll just sit in the boat and drink our coffee and he'll drink his tea and we'll... We'll futurize a lot with that. Like it's cute. Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It really is because mm-hmm. you're. So then you're, you're dreaming together. How uh-huh, you're daydreaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's there is something. And if you think about it, that's that's one of the things that you loved to do when you were first falling in love. You were yeah. dreaming about a life with this person. Mm-hmm. And what would it look like? And what would it be like? And <laughs> See, what? I never did that with anyone else before, at least. But that's I always you, said I was never getting married. But well, that's why that's you why married why her. You, yeah. That was a dimension to that, to your to your dating regime that you hadn't done yeah, before. definitely. Mm-hmm. Because it also makes you, you, you're talking about being together for a long, mm-hmm. long time. Mm-hmm. And that That gives, used to scare me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You're like, I'm out of here. Other, yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. That was a big red flag. That's so funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, and 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 I think another important part, you know, the futurizing is such a beautiful concept. I also think reminiscing. Uh-huh, I do too. And looking back and remembering, like, God, remember that? Or, God, we had so much fun doing that? Or, mm-hmm. remember the first time I said I love you? And whenever I officiate somebody's wedding, I ask them five questions to answer, and I use the answers of these questions to form, to put together the ceremony. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And one of them is, what do you love? What do you admire? What do you see when you grow old together? Mm-hmm. And what is your favorite memory uh-huh. of of name one of your favorite memories and also what do you see when you grow old? And I use that as part of the sermon because I mean, it, them hearing like remembering one of the reasons that they, that one of the things that brought them together and then working towards futurizing 
you know, what yeah. they see in the future. And, and it's, it's, and you know what I've noticed is a lot of times they say the same things, not the same favorite memory, but what they see when they grow old. Uh-huh. There's usually rocking chairs involved. There's holding hands involved. There's uh-huh. travel uh-huh. oftentimes involved. And, you know, we all really want the same thing. Yeah. When you think about growing old with somebody you love. You want to be holding hands. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you definitely and do. So I think reminiscing is is a really important one. Speaking of reminiscing, there um the the day we consider like when Elise and I like officially really started dating it was a July third, and we just had like the most fun romantic day. Like mm-hmm. we were supposed to go to the pool, but we didn't. We stayed in because it was raining. And we watched Jaws, and then the <laughs> sun came out, and um. We went to the store and we made a cooler. I got Coors Banquets and we got Papa Murphy's Pizza and then we watched Kaboom Town together and it was just like the best day. So we try every July 3rd, we call it our recreation day. We do like that exact same thing. But COVID messed it up and then our Papa Murphy's closed. But we do it as much, you know, as best we can because that was just a good day to reminisce about. See, that would be a great date. You know, like if if somebody's listening and they haven't done that, like think back on like a great day you a had, great together. Day you had yeah. together or a first date or your one of your favorite places and recreate it. And because I just think those little it's things fun. are so sweet. Do all the same little details. Yes. Watch the same movie. Yeah. Get, like yeah. the course banquets and the little bottles. Get that same pizza. Watch Kaboom Town. You yeah, know? yeah that's fun. really cool. Yeah. Turn on the same music. Yeah. Whatever, whatever brings it back. Exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's really cool. That's really cute. That's really cool that you do that. I like this one. Number nine said, make a list of all the positives of your person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've I've heard two. And then write them on sticky notes and put them around the house. That's cute. Wouldn't that be cool? That's a good idea. Craig would have lots of sticky notes. (laughs) (laughs) That you would write for him or that he would write for you? I guess I would have lots of sticky notes. I'm just kidding, sort of. At least we have a lot of stickiness. I think this is a good one because to your point, what you were saying earlier um, when you were talking about how you don't like to tell Tom what he's not doing instead of Mm -hmm. you, you like to ask, instead of saying you never, you always, you just ask for what you want. Mm -hmm. If you're not getting something, instead of telling them how bad they suck, (laughs) it's telling them what you want. Yeah. And or what you would like in the relationship. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I nearly all the all every time say, would you be willing to blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, Which I think it's very respectful. Yeah. Ask, don't tell is a big thing with me. Yeah. Uh, I've always had thing. problems with authority. Well, because <laughs> then you well, at least does that all day with kids, like mm-hmm. telling them what to do. And it kind of rubs off at home. Well, when mm-hmm. somebody tells you what to do, it's feeling parental. And like we've said, you exactly. don't want to have sex with your father no. or your mother. <laughs> and you don't really even want to hang out with them that much. Yeah. 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 I really like that I one. think you avoid words like you never or always mm-hmm. or you should mm-hmm. do this mm-hmm. or you should do that mm-hmm. or shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's good in all relationships. Yeah, I do too. I mean, if you think about the way you parent, you know, yeah. like, you know, my kids have told me, God, you just, you focus on what I'm not doing instead of what uh-huh. I am doing. And I remember feeling like that as a kid, like I'm a great kid. And it seems like we spend a lot of time with what I'm not doing well. And, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. You, you want to hear a different spin, and there can be a different spin. Mm-hmm. I think if everybody totally replaced you, sh- 
let throw away shoulds because mm-hmm. I always say you're shooting on people mm-hmm. and that stinks. Mm-hmm. And then just ask for what you want. Yeah, I think you would see a difference Huge in your difference. kiddos. Oh, yeah. I think you would see a difference in your partner. <laughs> Sorry, I just chuckled a little because at home, Elise knows if a sentence of mine starts with, Tova and Janice were talking today about, she knows it's me telling her something that she should do differently. Oh, yeah. She's like, that's why you go to counseling for ammo. I'm like, when couples come, it's like, I'm not taking your side. You know, like, no, you're not, you didn't get to come in here. saying how you, yeah, she knows that's. Uh That's hilarious. Uh, I remember. Something I heard that I'm trying to rub off on her. Oh, my God. My mom's counselors was named, my mom's counselor when I was growing up was named Elaine. And I mean, we still have a joke as kids. <laughs> well, Elaine said it's like fuck Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> like all uh, she talked about was Elaine. Uh-huh. Elaine was the like, end all be all. Authority? Like, yep. No, you're just saying Elaine said it because you want it to happen. You can't. You've got to bring the army yep. instead of just telling me what you want. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the army back. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yep, you guys can be a little bit Elaine sometimes for me. You, you know, another thing is that I think it's really important that if you're really working on trying to keep your re- relationship going, is you, you just have to put down your t- your devices. Oh, yeah. When oh, you're communicating. That's one of these is be present. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're big in yes. this. Be present. I could not agree more. Mm-hmm. Could not agree more. It there is nothing that makes me feel more frustrated than sitting. Well, there are things that make me feel more frustrated, but it is up there when mm-hmm. I'm trying to have a conversation with somebody and they're looking at their phone. Yeah, it feels horrible. Yeah, yeah. We get so depressed when we go out to eat and you see tables with parents and their kids, and every single person is on yeah. their phone. Oh, the other day I went to go pick up a salad at Salada. There were like 14 girls sitting outside of like, and they were like 14 years old. And every single one of them was looking at their phone. Nobody was talking. And I just walked past going in. I walked past going out. And I mean, I remember going to Chili's with all my girlfriends. The only thing we could do was talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fun. Yes. It was a blast. These kids are together, but not together. Yeah. It's weird. It's so weird. It really is weird. It's like your your friends are here. What? Yeah. Who are you talking? You're missing to? out on actual interaction. Yes. You know? <laughs> I know, I sometimes wonder if they're incapable. Yeah. Like, or if there's like a social anxiety. Maybe it does. That's got to be some sort of sort of disorder. That but they don't have a problem that. with it. No, none of them do. None of them. I mean, they'll all sit there and, and they'll just be on their phone. Yeah. They don't care Mm-mm. the message that it sends. Yeah. My kids are not allowed to have their phones. It, when when we have guests, when we're at dinner, when we're at any meal together, and I won't let my kids look at their phones in the car. If I'm driving them somewhere, they have to talk to me. <laughs> they have to put their phone down. And, you know, they always act like, oh. And I'm like, please. It's like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm driving you. You're talking to me. Um, okay. Next one. I really like this one. Notice each other. Mm-hmm. I really, you know, when you're first dating somebody, and I, I'm sure you two in your relationship still do it too. I know you just said like you, you kind of did it with Tom this week, but like you, you're kind of stare, you know? In fact, oh my God, the, one of the cutest things that Georgie ever said, 
he was probably in first or second grade. And he came home from school and he asked me, how do I know when I'm in love? Oh, he did? Yeah. <laughs> how do you know when you're in love? Wait, who asked this? George. Oh. <laughs> first or second grade. Mommy, when do you know when you're in love? And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, I think it's different for everybody. And I said, but when do, what do you think? What do you, how do you think you know when you're in love? Because yeah. he was obviously uh-huh. thinking about yeah. loving yeah, 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 somebody. There was somebody. Yeah. And he goes... I think when you love somebody, you stare. <laughs> That's funny. That's cute. Yeah. Isn't that not the That's cutest so thing cute. in the world? And I'll, I'll never forget. I mean, George is 16. I still remember it. <laughs> but I was like, I think you're right, George. I think we do stare. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I stare at Craig. Yeah, I stare a lot. Do you still stare? Definitely. Is that not so cute? I is think, it? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's adorable. Yeah. I bet you I bet you stare and notice Tom. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I told you. I think I told you guys before on the show that I do that when she naps on the couch. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Like, and, and when she's looking at squirrels. Yeah, that or too. Or feeding squirrels. She's feeding. refilling the bird feeder. Yeah. Or the squirrel yeah. feeder. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. That's so the cute. Dork. No. You know, and I think another thing is that, that make sure when you notice something, compliment them. Yeah, say it. You Talk know, about say it. it. Oh, gosh, is that a new shirt? It looks good on you. Or that color makes your eyes look so great. Mm. Or, or, gosh, I love your it? smile. Yeah, you have just smile. Just, yeah. And you've been just, looking at the same damn smile for 27 years. But, you know, there was a time that you just melted when they smiled. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, just remember that. Yeah. You know? So a lot of the things that run through your brain, if you'll put words to it, if mm-hmm. it's positive, because mm-hmm. I don't know I love that. that we do that enough. I you don't know, think we do. I appreciate how hard mm-hmm. you work. I appreciate mm-hmm. that I agree. you're trying to start your own business. That's really difficult or, you know, just yeah. just building somebody up mm-hmm. instead of tearing them down. Yeah. We spend an inordinate amount of time focusing on the negative. Definitely. At times. We, we do. can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one of the ones that they wrote is, um, be silly together. I would Uh say laugh. Uh I love giggling. I mean, you want to connect with me me and make me giggle. Uh Mm -hmm. I think that's a really important one. I also really loved, don't take everything too seriously. Yeah. Don't take life too seriously. Man, we can be bad at that. Yeah. Uh And then. Absolutely. Yeah. Seriously, personal. Uh huh. Talking about the world situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many different things you can talk about. There's a lot of negative. (laughs) But I I mean, and I just don't let my brain land Mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. I do. I don't. I'm not worried about one dadgum thing. Me neither. And I'm worried about everything. You are. I'm not worried about a Ugh. damn thing either. Gav, we got to really change this in you. I know. Like, man, it is just, life is too damn short. I know. And I frankly, know. too long. Yeah. To worry about everything. You're right. Exactly. There are too many things. There's too much good. Uh-huh. I don't even, I mean, if something comes across my computer about Ukraine, I do not, I haven't read one article about it. Me neither. The minute I see something, I just say, well, Captain's on the bridge. And then that's, I'm done with it. I can't let it land in my brain. I have the news on all day in the background while I work. Oh, my God. No wonder you're so worried. (laughs) No kidding. It's really only the same five things that just keep recycling. Yeah, but what's happening is all those, that's that's what's filling your brain Mm -hmm. is the world's about to end. 
everybody's dying, everybody's sick, everybody's blah, blah, blah. I mean, think about all, all the pathways in your brain that are filled. I mean, it's all sensation, right? Yeah. They have to create the worst case scenario so that you'll be like, <gasps> and you can't stop watching. I can't believe the... Uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard case is like mainstream news. That's like one of those stories. I I have no idea what you. I have not. Well, I I, you know how long it's been since I've listened to the news. What's happening with Johnny Depp? They have a defamation suit. Uh, He's like suing her, I think, for defamation of character because she came out and said all these things about him being abusive. But he's saying that about her. Were they married? They were married. Yeah. Okay. And had a bad breakup. But so maybe they should listen to this podcast. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe they should. Even you can come back from it, Johnny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. He's a, I think he's a little strange. God, he <laughs> looks is. terrible now. He looks so old. It's he does? He does. And he has you, this like scraggly long hair. And I'm like, dude, get, like, a, cut your hair if you're going to court. I don't know. Come on. <laughs> I know you're a celebrity and whatnot, but. Especially if somebody's after your character. I mean, you don't have to be like Michael Jackson. You know, he shows up in like pajamas. That's, that's the worst. <laughs> but still, the long hair is not a sending a good message. So one of the things that that I really liked there's only two more in this and then but you guys can absolutely say whatever you and add to this but one of them was think before concluding I didn't understand what they were saying but one of the things that it says is sometimes when you notice you're growing apart it's not due to a lack of passion but perhaps a presence of resentment. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. a good one. Yeah, you're mad about something mm-hmm. and then you're not going to be wanting to be close to somebody. Yeah. And so you got to talk about how you feel. You do. You really do. Yep. I think if that's you put really words to it, it will mm-hmm. disempower it. I mean, it still may be mm-hmm. a little bit of a something, but because we ruminate on it and it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger in our brain. Oh, yes. So definitely talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. And if you don't know how to talk about it, listen to the one from last week or the week before. You got to f- feel it to heal it. Got to mm-hmm. talk about it. Yeah. People really liked that episode. Good. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it too. Me too. Um, okay, I liked this one a lot because I love when people do this to me. It says take turns to surprise each other. Oh, that's great. That's a good one. I love surprises. Yeah. Do y'all? Yeah, sure. They're good. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> only good surprises. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so interesting questions down here. How much, How? what are we at? We're a little over an hour. Okay, so we probably, but, but, um, just if you have any passion around these, answer it real quick. Is it possible if you have fallen out of love or the light has dimmed to fall back in love? Do you think? Yeah. Uh-huh. You, think it's, I do. you think it's possible to get it back? I do too. Mm-hmm. Um, how, okay, we talked about how to fall in love. Why is it hard sometimes to fall in love again? Well, because there's some reason that you've fallen out of love. Either mm-hmm. you haven't been giving it enough attention or you haven't you've been haven't been speaking with one another in a in a healthy way. Maybe you haven't had something. any sort Distracted of physical with other stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Haven't had physical connection and including sex, but not just sex. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean I think you you know, it's like a garden. Whatever you tend to is oh, gonna that's grow. That's really good. Wherever you water. Mm-hmm. Whatever you water, that's what's and watch your thinking. I mean, if I if I sat with if I ruminated about what's lacking, 
about something, then it just does get bigger and bigger and bigger, and you lose perspective of what's working. Totally. So, you know, focus on the positive. I mean, it's like everything else. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like what I'm doing with my the, the news of my garden is like I'm watering the weeds and trampling the roses. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that, but I think a lot of people... Oh, a lot of like people. Oh, a lot of people. You know, a lot of people live in that headspace where yeah. they worry or they fear, mm-hmm. fear. Or they find the bad it's or fear. Yeah. You know, I I your daughter talks has she said one time in um yoga one of the reasons she loves going into a handstand or headstand is the different perspective mm-hmm. that it gives you. You know, mm-hmm. everything looks different, everyone looks different, and it is a great metaphor for yeah. for life. Yeah, you know, sometimes, it is. Look at it a different way. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to put your head between your legs and look at it in another way. Mm-hmm. So, Kev, pick up yoga maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> just stand on your head. <laughs> I don't know that, that I could. I stand on my head every day. Yeah, I was about to ask you, are you still doing uh-huh, that? Uh-huh. That's awesome. Okay, well, there's your remedy for the week. We love and appreciate all of our listeners. Hey, if you like us, will you do us a favor? Will you rate us? Yes, please. Um, will you, just, real quick, all you have to do is go down to the bottom of your um, of your app and just give us, one, if you only have one, one star or two star, don't. Yeah, just don't bother. <laughs> don't <with> bother. <laughs> but if you think we're something special. We like five yes. stars, please. We would love your five star rating um, because it does move us up uh-huh. in, um, in our ratings. And also, if you would just pass along to somebody who you think could use it. Yeah. We would really appreciate it. Y'all have an amazing week. Thanks for listening. 